Yo. Hey, hey how's Mike. it going, Kyle? Good. How are you? Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You too. <laughs> yeah. So the girls with their mom? Yeah, they yeah. are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh yeah, I went and spent some time with my mom today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. She's in the same area? Yeah, same same town. Just okay. uh, like five minutes away. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. My mom's about six hours away, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't get there that often. <clears throat> yeah. As often as I'd like anyway. I can wait when I retire and then I could just be there for weeks and decide yeah. to come back. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's what my dad does. He just uh decides he's gonna spend time wherever and doesn't doesn't have to rush back. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's where every where where we all want to be <laughs> at some yeah, point in our lives, not be yeah. in a rush and just do what you want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, it's been a long time since I've read these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... <clears throat> I went back and kind of refreshed myself on uh, Justice Society and uh, Batman Incorporated today. I did somewhat in Batman Incorporated. I didn't get to Justice Society, and I know Plastic Man pretty well. Yeah, that's good. I, I think we uh, we each know each other's weaknesses. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I can start with Plastic Man. Yeah, sure. So um, this, this is the Golden yeah. Age version of Plastic Man. And what what I liked about this is, unlike a lot of other Golden Age books, if you buy a Plastic Man, you get all Plastic Man. So you don't get like a bunch of different stories like detective and action. And uh, in the Golden Age, they made a lot of superheroes didn't have their own title so they would appear in other titles but plastic man had his own his own title for quality comics and uh this one is all by jack cole i think he's he wrote it and uh drew it i'm not totally sure but that's what i believe um this first one's called game of death and this one is is, is kind of crazy because he infiltrates a casino that seems to have all these crazy games torturing animals. Like like they have this fish thing and they bid on which fish will kill the other fish and and then they have this canary area where they're they have these blow darts so they can kill the canaries and and then they have a uh, a roulette wheel with a frog on it. And, uh, it's, it's pretty torturous type devices and plastic man infiltrates as he's winning lots of money at that roulette wheel and uh he, he's posing as like some guy in a blue suit with he's pretty chubby doesn't look like plastic man and he infiltrates the group and woozy tries to break in and he uh lands on some guy and he believes he killed him 
So there's this murder, and he thinks that he killed the guy that was murdered there before. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it turns out to be a, a crazy adventure. Even even when Woozy is at, at the police commissioner's FBI headquarters, actually FBI headquarters, um, he says, I, I killed him. I think I did it. And he, he didn't really do it. Yeah. But um, they uh, find his mom, and his mom leads them to Yvette LaRue, which was the girlfriend of the guy that was murdered. <laughs> yeah. And uh, th- this is what's weird, is he traces the girl down, and then a car comes by, and they shoot at Yvette LaRue. She crashes the car. You think she lived... But she died in that car crash, and Plastic Man assumed her identity, and uh, Woozy assumed the identity of the cult member, and uh, they had this like fight club and the cult member, and they capture him and they put him in this like tube-like thing, but he uses his arm to like lift the tube <laughs> and then punch the guy in the face, and it's it's not who he thinks. It's Woozy with a mask. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he Woozy actually gave him directions so they could arrest everybody in the cult. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was a pretty crazy adventure. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty dense. Uh, this whole book took me at least forty five minutes to read. I think there was a yeah, lot happening. It is, and it's it's funny how they they there's in every every panel they just cram that word bubble in there (laughs) it's amazing that they get it in there i know yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of text because they draw the draw the art and then you have a lot of these word bubbles taking half of the panel yeah yeah it's pretty interesting the next one is it's about a cool invention a, a camouflage device that wizzy gets some involved with and he tries to bring it to uh the general's attention about this device and uh take him to the professor that invented the device but that professor was infiltrated by a a japanese uh spy uh, spy yeah and then there's these other two spies i don't know what happened to them but they were watching them leave in the car that's like half <laughs> it's half camouflage so it looks like they're floating on their asses <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they get there and uh this guy holds a plastic man hostage and crams him into like this box and sends him to japan and uh one of, one of these things that you'll notice in golden age comics is they stereotype a lot of races, and they they it, did they did with the Japanese in this one for sure. It, it was very it was very uh, very racist. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very racist, and that yeah. that's and that's why companies don't touch the reprints. Yeah. They don't like they they tried to do Detective a while back and and Shazam, and they don't want to touch it because they were racist, but yeah. they were pieces of history too at the same time so you can't be naive to what was actually happening yeah it's 
really interesting to be able to read it too. I mean, yeah. it's, that's cool to see. And in this one, he's able to to get out of the the box they they shoved him in. <laughs> they like crammed him into this box and sent him to the emperor of Japan. And uh, they put him in a contraption on this one to like st- put concrete on his feet, and then stretched his neck out. And uh, he eventually was able to get his neck out of the the rope, and then use the concrete to to fight fight these guys from his feet. Yeah, because his uh, his his head would be the same material as his neck. So yeah. His head can just, uh, uh, like, you know, shrink down and, and kind of stretch through that rope. <laughs> right. So he captured all these guys. <laughs> so that was another cool adventure, a little racist, a lot racist yeah. uh, for the Japanese <laughs> culture. But uh, at this time, you got to remember, they were our enemy in World yeah, War this, II. Yeah, yeah. That's that was uh, it was funny because when I was reading it for the first time, uh, I was like, holy crap, this is bad. And then I and I was like, wait a second. And I scrolled back out to the details page because I wanted to see when it was published. And yeah, Yeah. sure. It was uh, during the war. The next story was interesting because you meet like this big, large guy that was always picked on on his entire life and um he's pretty innocent throughout the whole thing but uh they tar and feather him and they treat him bad and uh, this one guy says he cures his the way he looks but he really turned his face into uh it looked like wrinkled like he, yeah. he like aged him into, he looks like the, he looks like the grinch yeah, like the Grinch. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, if you know what the Grinch looks like, that's kind of what this guy turned him into. And this 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 professor guy did use him his entire uh, life and turn him into a bad guy, where Plaz and Woozy have to go after him, and eventually they convince him that this guy was using him all along. Um, for bad purposes. So that's how that one sort of ended. And then at the end, he was having another surgery to try to cure his face and all the kids from the neighborhood that used to pick on him uh, were turning to his friends. <laughs> and then this last one is so stupid. This 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 one is Woozy buys like a map to a treasure. And this guy's just uh, swindling him at the at the bar. Um, <laughs> he says that this it's it's millions of gold out there, and uh, so he he heads out west to try to get him, and he he bought this for eight bucks and thirty four cents. <laughs> because <laughs> that's all he had on him and the guy's like oh, i'll take it yeah, good luck with you finding the gold and then he heads out west and gets caught up in a uh, uh a thing where this these these rustlers had killed another family and uh, or killed killed uh i guess two or three people 
and then he gets caught as as he's the killer and they're going to hang him along with a couple other guys and Plaz has to come to the rescue but uh <laughs> yeah it's just woozy trying to be you know naive and stupid and uh heading out there and trying to get become rich on his own yeah but i enjoyed this like um it makes me want to buy those ps art books which reprint these stories because you can't get them anymore mm-hmm. unless you can find the uh, archive when they dc did the hard hardcover archives you could still look for those i think they did a couple of plastic man ones and black hawk yeah yeah that was uh <clears throat> that was entertaining and uh interesting as well um i think uh trying to think what uh i'd have to say the first one was probably my favorite the first um, one was the more most complex one and yeah what the i thought the funniest one was the gold one yeah and the sympathetic one for the the kid that you know just wasn't that bright yeah the big kid and then the camouflage one was kind of funny at least initially it was <laughs> <laughs> Because it was really a cool device. It was almost like an invisibility machine. Yeah. 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 So you want to jump into uh, JSA, which you're probably more freshed up on this one. Yeah. So... uh... JSA, let me find the first issue here. This one has some scheduling problems. Like, the first three just came out, and it's been on hiatus for a while. Yeah. It's, uh... It seems to be a a common Jeff Johns thing. It does. And I don't know... I don't know why that is. I know he's involved as a producer in almost everything now. Um, and a writer in some cases but i thought that now that they changed like to james gunn that he wasn't involved anymore so yeah i don't know not sure not sure how all that works but yeah uh but this is uh this has been really cool uh so far um basically um it's showing um, uh, Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle's um, daughter, uh, Helena Wayne, and she's um, uh, the new Huntress, and she's part of the JSA of her of her time, and uh, basically. Um, Let's see. Uh, it's interesting, too, because of the Batman Catwoman um, was all about Helena and Catwoman, essentially. Yeah. 
I don't know if you finished that, but but I did. Um, and it finished was really good. Batman, Batman and Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I did or not. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, um, Dr. Fate or uh, the the kid that is Dr. Fate, Khalid, Khalid um, what, his body was found uh, in a sarcophagus in a museum. And... Uh, he was like mummified um, and looked like he had been there for a thousand years. Um, and the uh, power girl suspects uh, some of the new members of the JSA because some of them um, have uh, uh, kind well, of villain, were... villain well, legacies. There are villains. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Solomon Grundy, Gentleman Ghost, Harlequin's Son, Icicle, The Mist. Um, And uh, this one character I think is new, that Red Lantern. The Red Lantern daughter, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, But then uh, uh, Degaton shows up. And, uh, I, forgot, I've, I had forgotten that he's the main uh, instigator of this. Yeah, he shows up with a, a shard of uh, kryptonite and uh, speed like speeds up time. Uh, so uh, Power Girl is exposed to kryptonite for like several weeks. So it weakens her so he can shoot her. With a regular bullet. And, uh... He does shoot the rest of the villains, yeah. too, doesn't he? Yeah, he shoots the rest of them. He, he turns Gentleman Ghost, he turns time back to when he's alive, and shoots him and shoots him. Uh, he speeds up time and ages uh, Mist. Um, basically just manipulates time to kill all of the JSA members, uh, so Huntress's partners, and uh, she fires an arrow at him, of course, it does nothing. And uh, he he ages her to where she's, like, starting to die, and Catwoman breaks in through the skylight and... Uh, um, kind of <clears throat> comes to a rescue, um, tells uh, Huntress that she has to save the Justice Society of a, um, a previous era and throws her the snow globe um, <clears throat> that was from, uh, what, the, doom- the, the, what was it, Doomsday Clock? Yeah. yeah, I think that snow globe came up in the Batman Catwoman, too, if I remember yeah, correctly. It probably would. Yeah, it probably should have, for sure. So this is actually a good companion to that other book. It seems tied to it. To which book? Batman Catwoman and, and Doomsday uh, Clock. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely tied to Doomsday Clock. Um, and so when she catches the snow globe, there's some sort of time event. And uh, um, uh, Huntress is sent back to 1940 uh, to the JSA of that time. And then... Um, this little see. preview. This little preview thing is pretty interesting. This um, where it says 18 years from now, because it has like the death of Batman. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, this is almost goes along with. Uh, I don't know if you ever read that dollar comic that was the death of Batman and Earth One. It's pretty weird, um, but it, it, it's an interesting to, story to read. Then it says one year from now, and it has Jay Garrick and a sidekick I've never seen before. And then 1976 is like a shout out to the All Star Squadron where Power Girl premiered. In 1951, they have like a an Alan Scott looking Red Lantern. Oh yeah. And at the end, it ends with uh, Johnny Thunder, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like the I like the this this comic. I wish it was more regular. Yeah, and then let's see. Um, yeah, issue two is. Uh, yeah, so it's 1940 JSA, um, and she's basically explaining what happened and um, how she's from the future. It's pretty neat the way uh, Janin, who's the artist, pixelizes like the um, the stuff that happens in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. Who is this witch? I can't remember what. Dr. Fate's there, and he's talking to some woman. Salem the witch girl. Okay, yeah. She references Mr. Miracle and the, his Justice Society Dark, like Justice League Dark. Yeah. And I forgot that they had Mr. Miracle in this and Slaughter Swamp. Yeah, I forgot about that part, too. And they mentioned the original Mr. Miracle Thaddeus. He was the... <laughs> The stuntman that taught Scott free mm-hmm. the art of escapism and showmanship type stuff. And there's a lot here to uh, digest for sure. Yeah, then there's um, some of Selena's background, it looks like. Or... Uh, Oh no, it's 
uh, it's Hel- it's Helena's back. It's Helena as a uh, a kid with uh, Selena. But then it jumps forward, and you see Bruce Wayne's grave and Selena's grave. Yeah, and uh, then you find out uh, Degaton killed uh, Selena. And then it's popping around in the past and in the future. and Yeah, it's the same kind of uh, double-page... Um four panel grid like in the previous issue and then now um, she uh, so every time that happens she jumps to a different time period and uh, now she's with um, Justice League Dark yeah in the I think I it looks like the current um the current uh, continuity. Um, With Dr. Fate, Detective Chimp, and Dead Man. Yeah. I think this one I would have to reread when everything's finished. Because yeah, for, for I think sure I will get all the time jumps like I did. That's what Batman Catwoman did. It was constantly time jumping. So I I think it would be harder hard for me to read that in a monthly format because I oh, would yeah. forget some of the subtleties, you know. Well, you've got you've got um not only do you have time jumping, but then you have multiple um groups with their own stories happening. Yeah. Like uh you've got uh Sergeant Rock and um, easy company that was awesome yeah and unknown soldier unknown soldier yeah um i was surprised to see that that was cool so they're um they're trying to uh let's see so they're trying to send um people forward in time i think Mm-hmm. Um, Degaton is and uh, these German scientists um, and they're they're using um, prisoners as test subjects uh, and then Easy Company um, breaks in and shoots shoots pretty much all of them except for Degaton and he uh he he escapes um, through his little portal um, that he hadn't perfected yet, um, but he was thrown forward to uh, 1947, um, and he tries to do the same thing Hitler did, but he's stopped by the JSA. <clears throat> yeah, it's so cool that panel because. It has bulldozer and little sure yeah. shot and ice Coming cream soldier <laughs> and yeah, it's awesome. Wild man and uh, um, unknown soldier. Yeah. And like when he first tells Rock and them, he he comes with a classified folder and he's like, "Here's per degaton." 
And he's like, a lot of good soldiers died getting me this information. Don't waste it. And that's why they went after him. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then you're back in the present. Yeah, and uh, Huntress takes the snow globe to Dr. Fate because she, or they're going to take it to Madame Xanadu um, to see if she can tell them about it. Um, uh, And yeah, then Khalid kind of finds out that um, he gets <laughs> murdered by Degaton in the future. And then it cuts to another piece with the JSA proper. <clears throat> yeah, fighting a bunch of uh, bizarros. Yeah. They have the female wildcat. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Stargirl. Is that, is that Dr. Midnight or is that somebody else underneath Wildcat? That's Dr. Midnight. Yeah, female Dr. Midnight. Yeah. Yeah, because this is um um this is where let me see. Uh yeah, um Huntress does a little introduction of of the team. And talks about all the the ways that the team members have helped her. Yeah. And that's Jakeem Thunder. Yolanda Montez, yeah. the uh, wildcat yeah. that was from Infinity, Inc. And let's see, then, uh, so the, in the future, let me, let me make sure I understand this in the future. That's when Helena and power girl formed the JSA with, with the villains, right? Yeah. And they were like the descendants of the injustice gang or whatever they were called injustice society. Right. For the most part. Yeah. And then they were all killed by Perdegaton, and now we're we're jumping time as Huntress escaped. Yeah. Yeah, and with the some the snow globe is is like I, the thing that's like pulling her through time, I think. Um, but. Uh, Selena had said that Huntress needs to save the other JSA, so the JSA of the past. And I don't know. I don't know if they said exactly which JSA that was. Um. But then also, they're trying to somehow prevent Doctor Fate from getting murdered later on by her Degaton. The way this is written, it seems like it could change what the Justice Society was and what they are. Yeah. Like, totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could be, a, it could be like a multiversal um, Justice Society. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, there is one book, and I can't remember what it what what it is that that's playing around with time like that too, like the multiverse. Oh, it might be uh, Adventures of Superman, um, because <clears throat> in that book, I don't have you have you read that yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Is that that's the, one the Tom with, Taylor? Uh, yeah, is that the one with the um the uh. Connor Kent, Superboy. No, it's the one with uh, John. Connor Kent is in Superboy. Oh, Ma- that's Man right. of Tomorrow. Okay, okay that's right. Um, and, uh, yeah, Superman. I read Superman. Uh, the other one, Adventures of Superman, is <clears throat> is the one with John. It's John. Okay. And he, he's he's he like somehow during that whole event of Lazarus maybe have some of those electric powers of the blue Superman, you know, the electric blue. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. But it's, it, it actually has like, I don't, I don't know if you read the earth Two new 52 series where it oh. introduced, um. you know, Batman and Superman of earth two and Lois was red tornado. Yeah, but yeah. it's pl- it's playing in with those characters. So it, th- this whole thing in the multiverse, since the the new label went, it is definitely feeling like pre-crisis. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it I guess it makes sense too with um, uh, John being a part of the Legion as well. Um, he can kind of travel through time with the Legion and also jump through the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, incarnate. Yeah, that is cool, though. I like that. I think they moved issue four. I read somewhere that, that this book was being <laughs> delayed. DC was having like three or four books delayed a couple months and then they were going to be back on track and this was one of them I, I i can't remember if it was june when it comes back but then it should be back in a monthly type schedule huh. i don't know if it's it's um jeff johns either because i think michael janin had like a hospital stay um, oh, it was, I saw something on Facebook and I didn't know if it was, it was him or another artist, Yeah. but, uh, yeah, they, they were, they might've well, had like a medical leave type thing. It's, it's interesting also like, um, cause yeah, um, it's, it's not always Jeff John's fault when his books are delayed. Um, but it, it seems to happen a lot with him, you know. Like, but he does pick like the best cream of the crop artists too. Oh yeah, for yeah. all his books. Yeah, I mean usually it's uh, Gary Frank. Yeah, Gary yeah. Frank or um, Jason Fabic or somebody. Yeah, like he gets that. all the big guns. Yeah. The the Star Girl one was on schedule, and that was Todd Knock. That one just finished up. Yeah. I haven't I haven't read it yet, but I do like how they got Todd Knock to do the art because he did Young Justice and he can draw kids, so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was happy about the art art choice on that book. Anything else you want to say about Justice Society before we move on to Batman Inc? Uh, no, I don't think so. I I, I really like it though. It's um, it's uh, like you said, it could be a really different um type of JSA, which would be really cool. Yeah. So so Batman Inc. I have a hole in my reading with some of these characters. Like yeah. I read all of Tong Kim's Batman. I didn't read uh Tynan James Tynan the Fourth's Batman. So that's where Clown Hunter and is his name Ghostmaster? Ghostmaker. Ghost, Ghostmaker. Ghostmaker. Where Ghostmaker and uh, Clown Hunter cool. were introduced. So you did not read those? I did not read those. Oh, so okay. I didn't have uh, kind of the backstory on Clown Hunter, but I, I get the I mean, not both of them. Um, Ghost Hunter seems like he was a guy that was trained by all of the people that trained Batman. Yeah. And he seemed like he was like a harder core Batman that might push mm-hmm. things to the limit. Yeah. And, and then uh, Clown Hunter is a, like a Robin type character, but more violent as well. Cause I think he got his parents killed by the Joker. Yeah. Um, hence his name. And then they have a lot of characters like a, a Japan Batman and we have the new uh, uh, what is his name Knight Knight they didn't have Squire in here but there's the new Knight yeah and there's the several knight. other uh, El Gaucho Gaucho and yeah the, several uh, other of them yeah the uh, like the bat yeah Batman of England and Batman of um, uh south america or whatever yeah this one looks like a wolf more than a bat he's he's huge yeah he he uh he kind of looked like um uh catman a little bit yeah he looks uh, like bane like bane's body structure though like he's huge he's yeah. huge like bane but uh, uh in, in general, what this is, is the people that train Batman or have to do with his training, and not all of them are are good people, but they, they participated in, like, how to teach him how to drive, how to teach him how to hunt and do all kinds of things. They're getting slaughtered by somebody. And uh, yeah. they are trying to stop these murders from happening. So Batman, Inc., breaks up into into teams and in some areas they do get there before the murder happens and others they're too late and um we we essentially find out who who the uh the kill the killer is in the third issue or this part of the second and it turns out that ghostmaker had a sidekick right yeah. and uh that sidekick was thought who was thought dead is that it's it's almost like the batman and jason todd thing right yeah um, 
Yeah. He, he yeah. Was, it's, it's so odd. It, it's so odd that so many characters in the Batman world have a similar origin. Like, Ghostmaker was sort of trained by all of the, the guys that trained Batman, and then he had a sidekick, and the sidekick was thought dead, and I don't think he treated his sidekick very good. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, they, they, um, if you think about it, like, they're, they're all learning to fight in the, they're learning to fight from like the best of the best and they're learning to fight in these specific uh styles so i so they're all you know part of the same uh kind of network yeah Uh, so it kind of makes sense that they would all train from these same masters you know right but they also have like tragic backstories like similar to losing their parents (laughs) and well, yeah, because they're they're people that can can um, brutally hurt people without any remorse. <laughs> right. It's 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 very much like how they made Thomas Elliot hush. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he had an origin story, except he looked like the good kid, and he ended up killing his parents. Yeah, so, I loved. So, yeah, I loved his uh, his story. Is really cool. Yeah, he's like the opposite, but it, it's it's it's. it's, it's so many writers take off with that. Yeah. But that's what Uh, this one uh, is about. It's them trying to prevent the murders and then finding out that we find out that it's the, the, the sidekick from the, the past. I liked, uh, in issue two, I, in issue two, um, they, uh, I think it's the night, uh, the night, and uh, I forget who the other guy is. Um, but they they're in uh, uh, Moscow, um, and they track down the the uh, person that trained uh, person that one of the trainers from uh, uh, Ghostmaker. Um, I don't think they say what her expertise was. Um, I don't see it, but it's the, it's the, the bald woman. Yeah. And, uh, she, she gives them drinks and she, she spikes their drinks and, um, uh, the knight was smart enough to not drink it. (laughs) But wingman drank it. (laughs) Yeah. Wingman, that's right. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, he he drinks it and he gets he's knocked out. But then she went after Knight with a syringe. <clears throat> yeah, and uh this new um this new person breaks in the the girl in red. Um, I forget her name. Do they even it, name her? Uh, that's the one thing about this book. I had, I had so much trouble with the names in this book. (laughs) I have, I have trouble with the names, but not all of them. Like the guy that's, that looks like the, the human bomb, the guy in the white suit. I don't think they ever named him. 
I had to like Google it and I forgot what his name was already. Yeah. But they all have they all have similar like bat names or night names and then there's this the the similar type of ghost maker names. <laughs> yeah. In this book it's it's pretty tough. <laughs> Um, but then the, yeah, this, this, uh, so clown hunter is with ghost maker, um, and they get attacked. Um, uh, who that is explo- it? That explosion goes off. Yeah. There's almost kills or nearly kills a sky spider. Sky spider. Yeah. <laughs> That's another one. Um, yeah, and uh, they they get split up. Uh, um, Clown Hunter gets split up off from uh, Ghostmaker, and then he just sees um, Clown Hunter's mask on that um, stake. Right. And he's he's gotten himself kidnapped uh, by a person. Named Phantom One, who was Ghostmaker's sidekick. Yeah, that's where they name at the end of issue two. They name Phantom yeah. One, which is the sidekick. Yeah, so that's it. It's another, like you said, it's another sidekick um, uh, that we're discovering here. And the whole the whole story arc is called No More Teachers. So it's yeah. like there's, you know, they're slaughtering everybody yeah. um, that taught them. This Phantom One, like he, he looks very similar to Katana with his uh, mask and his red yeah. eye and his uh, Katana sword. But he's basically, um, he's basically mad that. Ghostmaker, he says that Ghostmaker, um, uh, he's talking about Ghostmaker's teachers, and he says collectively they have a body count of in excess of 15,000. Any one of them is just as bad as the Joker, and yet Ghostmaker wants them protected. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I, I, so I guess that's Phantom One's uh, motive there. And uh, this is where they have that big event with Mr. Menace, too. He, he's got a cool costume, and he's there with his wife <laughs> with all these guns. I'm Mr. Menace, and this gorgeous tall drink of poison coming around to unburden you of your personal effects is my wife, Mrs. Menace. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, that's... Uh, um, Phantom One. This is Phantom One's backstory. Yeah, they're uh, his parents. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, <laughs> Ghostmaker, Ghostmaker takes on Phantom One as a, a child because he killed his parents. Parents. Um, and kind of is uh, basically the um, the Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, 
It's just in Sweden, and then he's got yeah. a but, he's got a butler just like Alfred. Yeah, he's his the name Bruce is uh, Casper Norland. Yeah, <laughs> or no, Casper Norland is is Ghostmaker. Yeah, he's the one that agrees to adopt him. Yeah, and but he, he teaches I, him and beats the crap out of him. They're cu- while he's they're, teaching him. They're blacking out um, Ghostmaker's real name. There. Yeah. Hmm. No, yeah. they're bl- they're blacking out Phantom <laughs> One's name. I think Casper Norland is oh, isn't Casper yeah. Norland Ghostmaker? Yes, that is. Yes, that is. So this is the sidekick's origin, and it shows right. how he beats the crap out of him, trying to train him, like hospitalizes him, and. Yeah. And everything. So this is like the backstory with his parents, Mr. Menace and Mrs. Menace and them getting killed and him he adopting um Phantom One. Mm-hmm. And then they show like this Viking like Batman ink guy in central in Centra's or name Nature Reserve. Oh, yeah. Oh, because he killed that hunter guy. This guy killed the hunter that that these two Batman were trying to save because there was a guy like Craven, the hunter that trained Batman and Ghostmaker, and they were trying to save him, and this guy, this yeah. guy came. He looks like a Nordic, uh, Nordic-type guy in, in a red costume. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if they name him. Do they name him? Not in Hollow. He said, "When Lex Luthor came to Zandia and chose me to become Hollow, the oh, champion okay. of our city." I guess that's his name. I'm going to have to start writing all these names down just to keep track of them. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I, yeah, it's nuts. This one is, yeah. And then it cuts to that that bald woman again in yeah. Moscow, Russia. Oh, with uh, the Fallen. The Fallen is that girl. Yeah, I'm called the, the Fallen. <laughs> yeah. A reminder of those who I fight for. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting uh, series. And he's talking to Clown Maker, right? The Phantom One. He's like, you can join me. As yeah. promised, we can part ways if you wish. Or you can join me and we can take down Ghost Maker together. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. That was cool. Yeah, it's it's convoluted, it's... and there's so many characters, but yeah. <laughs> that's that's the general story. Is Ghostmaker had the same people that trained Batman, and uh, they're getting killed by Phantom One, which was the sidekick <laughs> to Ghostmaker, and then it gives you the origin of Phantom One, and how he kidnapped. Like Ghostmaker thinks Clown, um, 
that clown, clown hunter, hunter is is captured and maybe dead. Mm-hmm. But he captured him and he wants Clown Hunter to join him now. I could see him joining them. <laughs> I, I don't know if he will, but yeah, because Clown Hunter like was pretty hardcore. At least from, yeah, from what I read of him in Batman, he was yeah, he's pretty brutal um, on criminals. So he. I could see him joining him too. Yeah. So that that sort of wraps up the books that we were gonna cover <laughs> weeks ago, but what happened is life got <laughs> in the way. Uh, Kyle had some stuff going on, and then I got back, and then I, I went on vacation. So <laughs> we're both guilty. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, do you have do you have any idea what you want to uh, read for next time? Yeah, I do. I actually have my picks already uh, ready to go. Um, I was thinking for the new stuff, maybe we could uh, get caught up on action. That could work. Where do you want to start with? Um, I was thinking start with 1048, so start with the like the return of, um, I forget what they call it, it's the... Oh, the Cal- anthology or, looking one? or uh, Oh, the return yeah. of, of um, Superman. Return, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so 1048, I think, um, and I think there's only like five, five or six issues maybe. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll choose Star Girl number one and two. Okay. And then for my back issues, I, go ahead and do yours if you have them, because I don't know if I have mine yet. My first one will be uh, Power Girl uh, one through three, the uh, Palmiati and. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Palmiati and Gray and Connor. And then uh, the other pick is formerly known as the Justice League, one through three. Formerly known. Oh, that's going to be a tough one. It only gives me so many characters, so. You could. Um, I could say formally. Formerly known as, as JL. As JL, maybe. Yeah. So for my picks, I think I want to go back to the Eclipso world. Oh. Did we leave off with number four or number three? If we'd left off with number three, I'd go Eclipse, though. I thought we did. Didn't we cover it? Did we cover it twice? I don't know, but I'll pick what I'll find out and then let you know. Oh, which so we're... It, it in my history, it shows me having read through issue three. OK, so we'll but, do four. Yeah. Six. Yeah. And 
I will do a, a horror book. Um, Black Magic number one. I'm, I'm, I'm only doing one of them because it's pretty dense. Black Magic. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Jack Kirby. Yeah. Nice. Black Magic. And oh. Joe Simon, so the creators of Captain America. <laughs> yeah. This, hmm. I think Black Magic is a reprint of something else, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I could see that because, I mean... Just looking at the covers, it looks like it, it looks like it would be older than 1973. Yeah, golden age-ish. I yeah. think it's a re. Let me see if I can find out real quick, because I I think you're right. Black magic, which means it would be very dense. Um, let's see. It says a DC's 1973 remake of Black Magic was a collection of classic Simon and Kirby stories from the 1950s. So, yeah. yeah, it was Golden Age. I don't know if it came from DC, like, or if it came from the Simon and Kirby. There, there was a portion of time it, when, when Atlas and Marvel were, were barely running Marvel wasn't even formed in the 50s, and it was Atlas Comics, Marvel, or Timely. It was Marvel Timely. And mm. uh, Simon and Kirby left Captain America and then formed their own company. I don't remember what that company was, and it only lasted like a year. I think that's where this came from. Uh, yeah. Huh. Interesting. This one they have reprinted in those PS art books. I, I love those PS art books. I wish I could buy every one of them, but they're so expensive. They're like, I think they're like four issues of a Golden Age comic, and they're thirty like thirty nine dollars. So wow. They're pretty expensive. Huh. A lot cheaper than if I tried to buy those four issues, but. <laughs> Yeah. It's still quite expensive considering it's it's not remastered. It's sort of like somebody taking their copy of these comics and xeroxing them and putting it on a good paper. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what those are. These uh these covers are really cool though. I like They these. are. I know Rob had read this. Like Rob is buying the PS art books and I think he read all of Black Magic. I think he actually owns these <laughs> issues. I actually wow. own number one and two, and number wow. not nine. Um, hmm. And a lot of them aren't too expensive. I could complete it if, if I wanted. Yeah, they. Uh, okay, so these are, are reprints from. Black Magic uh, from the company Prize Comics. Prize Comics. Yeah. So it had the same title, but... Uh, yeah. That's what the Golden Age one was titled, the actual same thing. 
Yeah, these look cool. Yeah, uh, that. So, just to run down, <clears throat> your choices were Power Girl, one through three, the Palmiati in gray, and uh, formerly known as the Justice League, one through three, Eclipso, four through six, and Black Magic, number one. And then uh, we're going to cover Stargirl 1 through 2 in Action Comics, 1048 to current. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll probably read a little bit before then because I fell behind in the uh, uh, the War World stuff. So I'll probably dig those War World ones out and, and the ones that had the authority and and finish yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah, I just uh, during our during our lengthy break, I um, yeah, I finished the War World stuff and started. Did you getting, like it? Yeah, I did. I really, I, I did a lot and um, got into the the action a little bit, and I, I really like the the way the action starts out. Yeah. Cool. I read the. I started reading the new anthology formatted action. The the oh, dawn the, dawn of DC. Oh, um, yeah. I haven't. Uh... That one's an anthology where it has like a steel <clears throat> comic. It has a Power Girl. They really changed Power Girl. I I personally don't like it, but we'll have to. You'll have to let me know what uh you think yeah is this the um yeah because they're they're they gonna get... be do, doing like um a book that has steel and all the all the different supermen right yeah well the, the anthology had a super family story like that was the first one and then it had a uh it had a john it, it, this was weird. It had a uh, young John Kent story. So like when he was a kid, like just Be- going back and got, yeah, before, before he, he aged. <laughs> yeah. And then it had, I, I think a steel story and the power girl story, but power girl has a new name and she also has a new power because of the Lazarus pit stuff. Yeah, um, gosh, I'm trying to find that, it's not the, it's not the Superman one, right? It's, it's just, what's it called, just the Dawn of DC? Yeah. And I'm trying to find it. But the Power Girl thing, I think, happens in the Lazarus Pit. Yeah, um, yeah, because I, I've, I know I've read that part. Mm Mm-hmm. So that must have been Lazarus Planet. Yeah, Lazarus Planet. <laughs> what did I say, Lazarus? Well, the the Lazarus or Pit the is Lazarus, actually yeah. what the pit that brings them back to life. But Lazarus I, Planet yeah. is the one. I knew uh, what you were talking about. Yeah, La- <laughs> Lazarus Planet is the book that sort of bridges the gap between DC and before and uh, the dawn of DC if you will. 
because of the last event we read. Um, what was the last event we read? Um, the last was the a crisis, last one. dark crisis. Oh, that's yeah. Right. I was I was thinking so, Lazarus. Lazarus. So it went, it went dark crisis, and then Lazarus planet, and then from there we got all the new books, Donna DC. Right. And, right. Yeah. I still have. To, I'm still reading the last. I think issue three and four. I need to read of the Lazarus Planet, the War of the Gods, <laughs> or whatever that one's called. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one's interesting. I like that because I like when they mess with. I like how they messed with uh, the gods. You know, like Wonder Woman's gods and the Greek mm-hmm. gods and uh, the Shazam, char- you know, character. Yeah. Uh... What did they call them? Uh, the they I called forget. them. They called their group something. <laughs> yeah, I forget because I'm reading so much material, I... <laughs> and there's like so between between this Batman Inc. and all these new characters and Spider Man, the the edge of Spider Verse, and you have like <laughs> a thousand different Spider Men. I'm just getting lost with all the character names. Well, and then we, I mean, and then we read, you know, Dark Crisis and the Lazarus books, and yeah. those are the same, well, and the the Justice Incarnate stuff, it's all, it's all the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's a million of every character. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's crazy. And then the, the multiverse is back in full form, like yeah. it used to pre pre this event it used to be just limited to 52 worlds you know and they were defined by grant morrison and multiversity and now it's like an infinite number it seems like yeah which i i didn't don't have a problem with either Um, i kind of i kind of wish uh i hope they go back to the justice society being on earth two and then justice league is on earth one in this I like I, I like that I like that concept also. Um, yeah, because then they could like they don't have any overlap and they could have the yearly, like they did back in the seventies and sixties, the yearly team ups where they cross over, you know. Right, right. Like sometimes, sometimes like sometimes Batman doesn't always seem like he mixes well with the JSA. You yeah. know, <laughs> like they and, seem like they're from different worlds. And I like, <laughs> I, I really like the idea of Helena being, instead of a, a Bertinelli, like from the gangsters, I like yeah. the idea of her being like the Earth 2, um, you know, Selena Kyle and, and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. And then that Bruce died too. Like he died yeah, in that he, one issue killed by just some like unknown like thug well he was a thug that got powers like he yeah he almost took out the whole justice League, justice society but yeah. it, it was such a weird issue like it was such a bizarre way to take him out yeah like who would have thought that you know yeah. just like some thug off the street getting powers and taking killing batman you know right yeah because he's he's so prepared for everything like yeah. that that could never happen <laughs> and i kind of liked how they had like 
Hippolyta being the Wonder Woman of Earth One and Yeah, that was it, cool. It's kinda yeah. interesting, yeah. Yeah, I like that too because um she has her um she has her history her history with Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be all for them having Earth X or whatever it was where they had the freedom fighters still stuck in World War Two. Like oh, yeah. I, I would be that would be awesome. Yeah, let that let that be like a World War Two playground. Yeah. And if yeah. you have that, you could you could have like Sergeant Rock in that world. Oh you yeah. Know? So you could mix heroes with with the actual military comics if you wanted. Yeah, and you could you could mix in the uh, you could mix in the JSA um, in there as well. I, I, I kind of like that idea because then you have the Spear of Destiny, so you, you know. Yeah. The the big powered heroes can't cross over the act to the axis, you know. Uh, yeah. Or else they lose their powers. So all like the heavy hitters that could go over there are like the Batmans and the Doctor Midnights and all the people that don't have powers that the Spear of Destiny would mm-hmm. affect. Yeah, they could do a lot yeah. of cool stuff. Um, we'll we'll see what happens coming out of this uh, Justice Society book. Yeah, I'm still searching for this Dawn of DC thing. Which uh, one? The the Dawn of DC um, book that you were talking about with uh, with the, the Power all, Girl. The all the Superman stories, the the anthology. Oh, that was Action Comics. Um, but that what? was the new Action Comics that came out of dawn of dc uh let me see well let me see if i've read it um because it would be like 1050 or i think because um, if 1048 is when they ca- when john came back then 1050 is when <clears throat> um 1048 is uh yeah when clark when clark comes back or 1047 is when Clark comes back. Um, 1050, I think, is when the new one starts, I think. Oh, the... The anthology. The Dawn of of DC one is 1051. Okay. Yeah, it's got the whole... That's, yeah. That's That's the Power Girl one. Yeah. Hmm. I like the old stories of... uh, I'd rather have young John though. Like it, I like those stories of them being parents, like to a young, you know, John. Yeah, King. yeah. They didn't. Uh, they didn't really let it go on all that long. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of like. I, I think the new Superman comic is 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 great, but I'd rather have the young. I'd rather have him. You know, like. Damien's age and them still be the super sons kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's weird to have it's weird to have him kind of starting to step into the Superman role. Um yeah. while Superman is still um I mean 
they've had the stories about Superman supposedly like his powers um, deteriorating, you know, and stuff like that. But I've heard all kinds of crazy theories because DC loses the rights to Golden Age Superman in 10 years. So what I've heard is that they tried to make John their creation DC's mm. version of Superman so nobody can write current Superman stories like uh, they would they, they could somebody could do like their you know how Conan is like all over the map now like yeah they can they can publish uh, a book called the Barbarian or whatever the Sum- Sumerian in a blaze and that's Conan stories overseas but they can't call it Conan. And then the Conan rights went to Titan, which is an English-based uh, uh, company. So mm-hmm. Conan's over there now. So, yeah, it's there, that one went to public domain. But oh, the way that stuff works in legalese, it's like once you hit it, you can only do that year's worth of stories. So if somebody started to write Superman stories in 10 years or 15 years, whenever that expires, they can only write that Superman version. Yeah. So like Action Comics number one with Lois and Clark Kent. I don't even know if they mention Perry White. I, I think they have a character like Perry White, but I don't remember if they call him out or not. Yeah. Yeah, just so and he they, can only uh, jump. He can only jump buildings at that time. Yeah, and he didn't have like super villains, so he would be fighting regular crime people. Yeah, Bank that's Robert. what that's what they would open the rights to. Just like the Disney one, they're saying that Mickey thing goes into effect, but they can only do Steamboat Willie type version of Mickey. They can't do. The current yeah, Mickey. That's yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't understand why that exists. Like it's it just seems to me like you should like whoever owns it should always own it. And whether that gets passed down from descendant to descendant, I don't understand why that Well, yeah, and it's and it's so crazy that, you know, that you can that you can sell that ownership too, you know, yeah. it's just, it's such a crazy concept. <laughs> oh, all of it's nuts. Yeah. Well, and dynamite, which is a company I like a lot. They play in that realm. Like Tarzan, yeah. they, they, they're yeah. doing Tarzan, but they're not calling it Tarzan. They're calling it Lord of the jungle. So yeah, I mean it's it's they're they're uh, play, they're playing with that realm, and then they have like the golden age characters as well that are in that project superpowers that it's their version of those golden age characters. And if you wanted to write one of those golden age characters that's in public domain, you can, but you can't take Dynamite's version of them. So yeah. it, it's so weird. It's, All the uh, legal spe- speak in the law is so crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's a good good way for them to keep their costs down. You know, if they don't have much of a budget. Right. 
All right, so I think we can wrap this one up. Thanks for uh, for uh, being able to talk about some comics, and uh, yeah, we'll try yeah. to do it again in two weeks. I don't remember if your vacation was coming up soon, though. Um, uh, let's see. Did you ever I get got, your passport? I got my. I have my passport. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Now, what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to get a. Um, like basically like a, a pre-check pass um uh for TSA so I so I don't have to wait at, at customs yeah um cuz my I'll be I'll be flying back home uh with my dad and um, he has that he has that yeah that's so, that's one reason and, to get it well, and and I guess they're saying like the customs lines are taking like three hours, and we've got a connecting flight to make oh, wow. uh, in, in like forty five minutes after we land. So I kind of have to have it, yeah, uh, to get through customs. But it's is that it's, a hard uh, thing to do? I've never done it. I yeah, travel, it's, but it's um. Yeah, they're they're estimating it could take up to four months to get, but I've had I've had my application submitted for like a month now oh, okay. um, for it. So I've been waiting a month already, and I'm just checking my online status. And uh, basically, after they approve the application, then you have to schedule like an in-person interview mm-hmm. at, at like an airport. Yeah. And so I guess they they talk to you and then decide if you're approved or not. <laughs> right. It's kind of like a interview for a clearance or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. So that's that's what I've got. Uh, my yeah. I've so I've got a vacation. Um, let me see. Uh, two weeks. I. I I'm not going. I'm not anywhere in in two weeks, so I, okay. I should be should be okay. Um, but then it looks like the next time after that I'll be in Florida. Uh, oh, that's June, cool. June 11th. Well, around that time frame that you just mentioned, I'll be in North Carolina for Heroes Con. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be at uh, Universal with my daughters. I love that. Me and me and Barb love that park like more yeah. than more than Disneyland, like oh, Disney yeah, World. For sure. I I yeah. just think the rides are so more adult and innov- yeah. innovative, like the animatronics and stuff, and the way they simulate falling on. Oh, on yeah. stuff and oh it's so great like i love the harry potter ride and the ter- transformers and uh, the spider-man one is is incredible yeah and i haven't i haven't been there since i was like 12 so yeah they so they didn't have any of that and stuff. they had the mummy one that one's <laughs> yeah. and the simpsons one so there, there's a lot of like things that you're gonna see that. Oh yeah. Blow you. The the one roller coaster I loved, which was, I think it's like a rock and roll roller coaster, 
and it, it's kind of unique in the fact that i mean the falls are incredible like i almost lost my phone in it because it just <laughs> it was such a incredible i was screaming because i was falling and my i was also screaming because my phone was coming out but <laughs> <laughs> but uh you can select as like you ride in two car seats but you can select like what song you listen to while you're on the the roller coaster oh, that's cool yeah it's pretty awesome hmm. All right, so uh, I hope you have a good time, and uh, we'll talk in two weeks and hopefully get to cover these books. I'll try to get the survey out pretty soon. Cool. Well, you have a good one, Kyle, and you can reach Kyle on Twitter at kpettit5, me at Mike Myers Brunch. You can find us at dcnoisepodcast.com and also at Facebook at dcnoisepodcast.com. Click the like button, follow the episodes there. Um, Hopefully we'll be back on a a more schedule type situation. But uh, you'll at least get once a month, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could could commit for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good one and uh, have a good week at work. Yeah, you too, Mike. All right, take care. Yeah, see ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.